Hey, what's good, Ultimate Hoop San Antonio? It's your boy, Pat, Ultimate Hoop San Antonio League Coordinator. I'm with my main man, Josh Martin. Say what's up, what, Josh. What's up, guys? What's up? All right, and this is episode four of uh, the spring 2021 season. Yes, it is. So, with that being said, we are, um, you know, progressing into week five, and that means a couple of things. Josh, what do you got? Week five, you cannot add any more people on your roster. This is the deadline for the week to do that tonight. Tomorrow yep, night, excuse yep, me. Yep, rosters are definitely locked. Um, one more thing, though. Most importantly. What's that? Well, it's the jerseys. What's up with jerseys, man? Definitely got to pick up jerseys. Uh, you can go to shop uh life well yeah it's uhlife.com yeah. i'm glad right. to see my staff knows the website you know <laughs> I, I, that, that's awesome we're all on the right. same page here yeah josh just just for for you <laughs> and anyone yes. else wondering it is uhlife.com slash shop and the jerseys are on there but uh most importantly about the jerseys it is week five so um the leniency through week one through four is now over if you do not have an official ultimate hoops jersey or if your team does not have team jerseys then unfortunately you cannot play or enter the game and there will be no exceptions doesn't matter if you got five guys four guys whatever it is so uh we just wanted to make sure to get that out get the message out because right. uh you know these podcasts usually last what 30 30 minutes but some people only listen to the first two <laughs> and they get tired of it and they're like, hell no, nah, right. this shit is trash. I'm turning it off. So right. if that's the only message I can get to you, that that's what I want. Um, but yeah, a lot of things to go over today. Uh obviously the results of last week's games when we had some we had some we had some good ones. Um also, you know, we're we're looking at, you know, some of the top players of the season so far, you yes. know, who who's booming, who's busting, all that kind of stuff. So right. Um, we'll be with you right back in a second and we'll get to all that. All right, guys, we are back. What's up? What's up? Um, let's go ahead and break down, you know, the results of the last, uh, you know, the week four games, you know, yes. st starting at the top there. Yes. Um, so at the first 730 game, we had Cobra Kai versus... Los Cochinos, Cobra Kai coming out with the win, eighty-five. Win. Yeah, eighty-five to seventy-one. Um, unfortunately, neither myself or Josh, you know, were in attendance to that game as we were working the other game. But I'm just going to go down the stats here, and you know, just talk about kind of what I see. Double-digit win by Cobra Kai, and you know, like we like we've talked about before, um, you know, this is a team that plays together. They move the ball. They play evenly. Uh, you can look at the stat sheet and, you know, a lot of even, you know, statistics as far as points scored, you know, coming down from everybody. Obviously, um, Justin Brickman stands out 29 yes. points, um, in that game, but, you know, double digits to several of their players, um, with everyone seeming to contribute a little bit. Um, you yep. know, they, they got, they got nine guys on their roster and I think, yeah, they're loaded, um, man. Yeah, and, and and all nine of them showed up, you know. So a lot of playing time for each. I don't know if I'm reading this wrong or if we got statistics wrong, what but we got? Uh, you know, I got Kai Johnson, team captain, UH staff. What's up, Kai? You know, veteran of the league, multiple time champion. Um, I got him for one point. <laughs> it looks like he got a free throw. 
So I don't know if that's Kai, an anomaly. That, Kai, is that right? Please get back on us. Or Comment just, below. Or, or, or Kai, you, you just you suck now, man. Get get out of here. Um, but no, it, it honestly it, it doesn't matter that they had a double digit win. Like I said, Justin Brickman, the high point man. Yeah. You know, Manny putting in twelve. Augustine putting in twelve. You know, they're two shooters all from right, the perimeter. Argy. Argy's doing um, all right. Looks like their bench was solid too. You know, Gerald Jordan ten points. Glenn Kerr. You know, a couple of rookies there with with the double digits. I mean, this looked to be, you know, a pretty solid outing. Whenever from them. when your bench is scoring double digits, yeah, that's a, win, that's a typical win a lot of times. Um, but on the other hand, Los Pacinos, mm. man, uh, what's that? Well, you know, they got nine guys on their roster, but they seem to only be able to bring five every game. Yeah, every game, I've noticed know? that. So, so uh, and. They're solid, man. Honestly, they really are. They're with everybody or even leading, you know, at half. But, you know, with only five guys, you get gassed. And then, you know, when the other team has a bench, like, you know, the fatigue builds on you. So, you know, I would give that. I would, you know, point to that as their biggest weakness so far is that they've only been able to bring five guys because I promise you – if their entire roster showed up, they would not be one and three right no, now. No, they got bigs. They, they have know. they have a position filled at every. Yeah, no, they're they're, they're definitely solid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, they got guys that can light it up for sure. Well, yeah. Speaking of them, you know, Byron Dowdell. You know, nice. he's he's a, he's a rookie. Um, you know, I've seen him. He's 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 a shooter. Yeah, for, for one. I mean, he brings the ball up and everything, but I'm I think shooting from from distance is kind of. He was one of our top three point shooters, I believe. Still is. Yeah, actually, no, no. Oh, is it not Byron? I'm sorry. You would think that from watching. He right. pulls that thing. He doesn't. He does not hesitate in in pulling threes. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually glad to see him rebound this week. It looked like uh, you know, this week he went five for ten from three. Okay. And that's fifty percent. Yeah, he's shooting. Points. He's shooting a high clip for sure. I think the week before he went like one for twelve, one for ah. thirteen. So he's not shy about it. So, he, like I said, he's not shy about it. Right. Um, but I'm glad to see him bounce back. You know, and, and shooters are gonna shoot. They are. That's what they say. So, and, and shoot, he did. Um, but even <laughs> with that, you know, he's pretty solid to get into the get into the rack. Um, pretty athletic, pretty quick. Got Has a, a decent handle him. to him. Yeah. yeah. So he, he's kind of an all around guy. Um, obviously, he's playing at his best when his shot is falling. Um, but yeah, twenty nine points from him, and it, and it still wasn't enough. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking down the stat sheet. You just um, need you need you need you guys to show up there. They can't definitely. Come with five. You and can't come with five every week. It's tough. It's it's very tough. It's very tough, especially in a league like this where right. they, you know every team seems to have several guys that can go. Um, we did it one year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean even, but that even, was a different that was a different time. Look, even so. this is another case. <clears throat> right, Los Cochinos was leading at halftime, thirty-seven, thirty-five. Right, you know, you get gas in the end, and then you know, Cobra Kai outscores them fifty thirty-four in the second half. So um, Los Cochinos in a little bit of trouble here. I know it's only halfway through the season, but they are one and three. So they're kind of, you know, they're on the bottom tier right. there, and they're definitely not where they expected to be. Uh, moving on. Yeah. This, you know, this is the game we actually did do. This is We yes. Hustle. This was our game, game this, of the week, I think. The, yeah, yeah, looking like a game of the week there. And uh, and it really was. It really was. I, honestly, I don't think we picked this as the game of the week. I think we picked um, – all for JC versus Payne is game of the week. Yes, but if I had to put one on it, this this was the one, man. This this was yeah. We have on ether. There's some revenge factors. Yeah, a lot of a lot of, yeah. lot of factors in this game. Well, it was a good competitive game. Right. Um. Obviously, you and me doing the stats. This, this is my takeaway. You know, we had the scoreboard malfunctions. Couple times. Couple times there. 
And, uh, you know, obviously guys are heated in that moment. Guys are heated. Um, it was kind of close game here and yeah. there. And here's the other thing. Um, right. You know, I got a couple things about that. Um, Just play through it. Well, right? yeah, I mean, that that's, it's you know, and it's easy to say right. for you and me or for anyone else just, just watching. But, uh, you know, I think, I think Ether was, um, they were kind of in a groove, right? And when you're in a groove and when you, when, when you seem to be doing all the right things and scoring at all the right times, you feel like you've got this big lead because you're playing so well, you know, and then, uh. And, right. and they were up double digits at one point. I think 12 was the most they ever led by. 12, yeah. 12, 15, somewhere in that range, yeah. Right. You know, and this was right after halftime when the first scoreboard uh, malfunction came yeah. out. They were, and, they were stepping and I remember on the throat, this for sure. Because it was 38 um, to 49. You know, literally, We Hustle had 38. And then I think the scoreboard went out like five, six minutes yeah. into the second half. And everyone was like, man, there ain't no way they got 40. And in my mind, I'm like, well, they had 38 at half. I mean, like, they only needed another bucket to get That's into right. the 40s. I think they only ended up having, at the time, it was 44 46 is what we counted up on the stat sheet. But, uh, you know, it, it was also in the middle of a We Hustle run. Push. Big push. Yeah. Um, DJ, you know, DJ they, was definitely pushing them boards. Well, uh, it's it's actually Adrian Chavez. He's a rookie. Oh, he, the, yeah, the guy down low. He, he's the yeah. guy that's like 5'10", 5'11", but he plays He plays, he plays big. a real big guy down there. Yeah, he, he posts up. He gets he gets boards. I, he, he had got like like two in a row. He went to the free throw line. He's actually pretty solid from the line. He went five of six last game. But I think four of those like came, you know, during that right. stretch. And so, yeah, the, the, it made the game closer. And then, you know, Ether looks at the scoreboard. And honestly, maybe they're, they're not looking at the scoreboard the entire night. No, because they're focusing on their game plan. Yeah, they're, they're focusing on their game and they're playing well. That's the biggest thing. They're playing well and they're, and they're getting buckets. You know, it's, it's the closer games where you kind of look at the scoreboard after every single bucket. But Ether was kind of – they were rolling, man. And I think – I think that was kind of their wake-up call. It was kind of like, man, we hustle's not really going anywhere. You know, and uh, I feel like they don't have 40-something points, but obviously they did, you know. And it's and it's the competitors in them, you know. Demetrius Davis, r- real competitor there, you know. Josh Feeney. He, want, he wants everything. They he want wants every it. call because yeah. he, he wants to win, you know. Josh Feeney, no, another one like that. And it's not that they were, you know, they're not being babies about it. It's just – they're very competitive. Yeah, it's the competitive nature. So you need every edge that you can get to possibly and win in this that league, game. You, you got to bring, you got to bring it or go home. Yeah, definitely. That's it. Um, and that that was the game of the week, especially after that. I think the game got close because it was when it was we hustle made a, made a run. Ether was kind of mad that like they were just hanging around, and they were just trading buckets from that you know from that point on. Eventually, obviously, Ether ran away with it. They got the double digit win, eighty one to sixty nine. Um, you know, Jeremy Heath was hot, man. I mean, he's really improved on that three-point stroke. You know, I played with him, obviously won the championship with him in the draft league. Don't bring um, that up. I'm going to bring that up, Josh. I'm going to bring okay. it up because it was yeah. your team. It was. Um, you know, and he's never really been a three-point shooter. He's been, some, you know, someone that maybe knocks it down a time yeah. or two. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed that ever he, since but, quarantine, Yes. Since COVID, I mean, you know, the only thing you, he, you know, and he's a lifetime employee too, guys. He he works at the two eighty one one. Say hi to him. So so yeah, I mean that that's yeah. a lot of time that he gets to get reps up, you know, and that's what you need to do to improve your shot. And obviously, it looks like he's done that. You know, um, it's still an unorthodox form, 
but it's very high. It's a very high arc and it's a slow windup. But if you leave him open, he's gonna knock it down now, you know. And you have to respect that. And I think he went, he went like four for five or five for six off just off the top. Yeah, four for six. And, and like I think all four of them were in a row. And then he finally missed two after that. But uh, yeah, he was a high point man for them with twenty six double digits on the rebounds, eleven. Um, you know, and, and their their rookie Virgil. I, I love. I, I like playing with Virgil. I've played in open runs with Virgil. He can, yeah, he can go, man. Virgil big man, Sissoko. big man that runs the court. He yeah. runs the court. Well, he plays big. He actually yeah. plays that yep. role. He catches it down low. He has a couple of hook shots. Right. Up and under moves. You know that that's the type of player he is. You know the Rebounds. traditional big that is so scarce <laughs> these days. You know, he, and he was, you know, he he was big time for them. So you know, yeah. And then obviously Demetrius pours in double digits, seventeen. Yeah, he's going to get his shots up. Yeah. So, I mean, great effort from Ether. Obviously, they came out with the win. Um, you know, we hustle. Unfortunately, fell short. You know, and this is right after. See, see we, you and me may be the equivalent of the Madden curse. Because if we hype you up on this podcast. That's right. They stay underperform after that. You know? And it's not, no disrespect to them. It's just, it's just right. it seems to be what happens. You know, we wanted to talk about We Hustle. Yeah. And they, they're 0-2 since we talked about them. Yeah. You know. We talked about the three-point shooters <laughs> last podcast. They didn't really shoot the you ball know, well so, this week. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of maybe, things. Yeah. Maybe we should do everyone a favor and just, just stop Just don't hype them up. Nah, I want to I talk to you. I want to talk yeah. to you. In fact, you know what, Dan? Yeah. Just for you. Um, Ether, they are the runaway favorites. They are 4-0. I don't think they can be beat. You know, it's going to take a whole city. It's going to take a village That's to take right, them Dan. down. These guys are the truth. Man, um, man, you guys are like the Bulls, I'm protecting them to go 8-0, and and they're going to run through. They're going to beat everyone by 25. I'm going to put my life savings on it and Dan's life like savings the- on it. And Dan's, you know, he's a manager yeah. and a vet. I'm going to put their their entire uh, – Veterinary <laughs> clinic. I'm going to put their clinics, um, yes. you know, li- liquid account money nice. on it as well, you know, just just to, just to stir the pot a there little. There you go, little. Dan. But yeah, Ether is four and zero. Like it or not, Dan, y'all are in the number one seed. You and got y'all, a target on your back, Dan. Yeah, they, see, they like to be the guys shooting at the target. They don't right. like to be the they guys don't at the target. Be, they don't want to be the target. So I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and apply pressure to them right now. You guys are the favorites right now, Ether. Um, y'all, y'all should win this thing. If y'all don't, it's a choke. They're coming for you, it's not man. Boys you, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Don't but yeah. sleep on pain, man. Go but ahead. But yeah, with that win, Ether 4-0, we hustle 2-2. Two two. Um, we got our third game here. It was our 8-30, right? At what should have been the game of the week. Um, all you know, for JC. All for JC versus Payne. Pain, um, pain, pain against, you know, double-digit win. Super double-digit win, man. I mean, yeah. I, I walked over there. I, I didn't see this game. But yeah, you and I were doing the other 8-30. When I walked over there, I was like, I mean, is this even a game? Yeah, and I, mean, I know Adrian, Adrian and the boys are trying to rally, man. It's tough. Yeah, well, uh, they're in trouble, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, talk talk to me. What as we got? good as they should be, right, you know, with the talent on their roster and stuff, they're one and three. Not to say they can't turn it around. Right. Not to say that, obviously, playoffs don't matter. but Because uh, this is halfway know, point. As of week. now, yeah. and, and they've played several of the big dogs. They have. Um, you know, pain being one of them, that's a double-digit loss. and. Uh, they're in trouble. They only had five, you know, um, so that could be, you know, a reason for it. It's always tough to yeah. win with just five guys. We but, talked about that with Los Cachinos, right? But still, you know, yeah. when I'm looking at your roster, 
um, you know, you, you had five solid guys and, you know, they still fell. Obviously, Payne had – looks like they had seven. But um, – and they still didn't even have, uh, you know, Big Joe. Joe, Joe Jack. Jack. Yeah, man. He's, he's, he's a – He comes in. That's a filler for sure. You know, he's a, he's a huge player for them. They didn't have him, and they still – he hasn't been in for a few weeks, and they're, they're still beating people. Yeah, they still got they're, basically they got a double going. They have, in there. Yeah, they definitely have a team going. So, uh, you know, I, I would say all for JC is in trouble. They're one and three. Um, rookie Josh Humble, he's not a rookie to the to the courts, but he is a rookie to the league. He led with 20 points. Um, Adrian poured in 18. Um, and Dominique Bradley, you know, one of the Bradley brothers, uh, you know, he had a double-digit game, 10. You know, it's crazy. It's funny to see the Bradley brothers on, on different teams. I, I feel like I want to compare them to, like, the Morris twins of the NBA, Markeith and Marcus, you know, because they're always playing together. And usually those dudes are too, but, you know, it looks like they went their separate ways Yeah, no, but as far as this goes. Um, sometimes it'd be like that, right? So Yeah. And then, you know, most guys on pain, double digits, Josh Linson, 20 points. Um, Jared Upchurch, 14 points. Uh, Sean Johnson, rookie, big time game, twenty seven points, ten rebounds. I heard a lot of good things about Sean. Yeah, and and Deshaun Dixon, obviously he's 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 willing to kind of give the ball up a little bit. He's he's he only had eleven points when you're when you're on a team stack like that. Share I the mean, share yeah, the rock, share the rock, man. You got a lot of guys that yeah. that can go and need some touches, and obviously <laughs> they showed that. So Payne That's with right. a big win puts them at three and one, and offered JC down to one and three. Um. You know, our other 830 game, the Youngins versus Hoop. There it is. Josh, the Youngins don't look now, but they are 3-1. and 3-1. and one. Um, for, know, them, for them Clark boys, huh? Uh, yeah. They, Brandon, I'm sorry. See, I keep saying Clark. I think it's, it's a, a little bit of both. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where they all went. You know, the districts yeah. have changed since you and me have been a part of them. But, uh, man, they, they're doing a lot better than anyone would have thought. And and it's and it, like I said, it's no disrespect to them. No, um, but you know, a lot of people, you know, because they signed up in the preseason. Like we had the preseason night, right? They put their team in on that. I mean, they were a, they they're, were a they late, were ready to go. They were a late entry. We didn't even have a game time for them at that point, and it was like we had to make one. They literally signed up that night, and um, you know, everyone looks at them. They're like, "Y'all gonna let these kids play?" And I'm like, "Well, these kids are, you know, they're 18. They're they're graduated. They can play. You know what I mean?" Um, but you know, the chatter around the league right. was all right. Well, I guess we're just gonna have another freebie, you know. Whenever they come to play us, it's gonna be a freebie, and it has not been a freebie so far. No, they're no. three and one. They took down We Hustle the week after we hyped them up. Um, and another one, man, a 20 point win against Hoop. There it is. Uh, the youngins are rolling, man. They got some guys. I mean, and here's their thing, like I said. They're still in that high school mode where they play fast and they play hard. Not everyone is doing that right now, especially the older guys. And most of them are unknown. You, you know, you see this in the NBA. When, you know, I'll take the Lakers, for example. I'll take any other team. When when, you're, when your superstars Big are injured, yeah. um, you know, that's usually who you're game planning for, right? If you're right. the opposing team, you game plan how to stop AD. How to stop LeBron or how to stop Giannis or how to stop James Harden, whoever you're talking about, right? When they're not in the game, all of a sudden, who do we focus on? You shift your focus to bench players. Well, to well you don't know who to focus on, right? right? Right, And then the other team that's without their superstars, they come out 
They play hard because they know they're without their superstars. And they usually play as a team, and it's usually always a close game. Win or lose, you know, it's always a close game. And, you know, the other team doesn't know how to game plan because, you know, who the hell is going to be the man tonight? And this is the case with the youngins a little bit. Being that a lot of them are unknown, it's kind of like, who do we we key on? Who's kind of their go-to guy? And the answer is they don't have a go-to guy because they all play together. Um, You know, my favorite one to watch has been uh, the dude. I think his name is Will Harris, man. That's the little white kid that just put back dunks. I think he got a dunk in this last one, man. He did. It wasn't um, on your head. It wasn't on your head, but he got one. Yeah, he, he got he another one. He, he's. Uh, it wasn't like the other one. It. I don't know. And obviously, you and me are half white, so there is no racism involved here. No. But, but there's something about you when you look at him. You're like that dude ain't gonna dunk on nobody. That ain't. That dude ain't gonna do nothing. And I don't know if it's because the way he looks it's or because like, it is the color of his yeah. skin or he's just, the, he's just the dude that he is, man. But It's kind of a sleeper jumper. Yeah. Bang. Bang yeah. out. Offensive man. rebounds. Yeah. He's like a Alex Caruso out there, man. Just, just, just getting just, it after. Huh? Yeah. Love to watch that guy, man. And, Keep doing and, it. Keep doing your thing. And the young men, they bring a squad with me. They bring, they bring more than five. Dude, they, have, they have a coaching staff. They have a clipboard. They have a clipboard, and they got like two or three assistant coaches. Like they'll be they'll be sitting on the seats, and I'm like, you know, who's subbing? Like, come up and just talk about, like, you know, this guy's coming in for him. He's coming for him. And they're not even in the game. No. Like, they have a full fledged no, like, uh... coaching staff, man. It, it's I love to see. It. It's fun to watch. Um, and you know they you all can, they you all can appreciate each other. You yeah. can appreciate them. They make it fun. It makes the league fun, makes it serious. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And not to mention they're taking it by storm. The youngins, three, three and, and one. one. What do we got next? Um, well, we've got uh our nine thirty game, man. And I didn't see most of it. I just heard about it. We had control chaos versus the Texas Nets. Control chaos with the win. But Josh. I'll tell you what it was. Dude, they only had four, four. guys. Beating a team of Texas Nets of eight to nine players. Yeah, that's tough. You know, um, I'm, I think I told you this before. I don't know, three, four, five seasons—not three seasons. Three, four, five years ago. Three, four, five. So I know what that's like. Um, Different you know, mentality out there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, every possession counts. Um, and, and so I'll break a couple things down for you, just just from my perspective. Um, you know me, I'm a shooter. So every time I was open, I felt like I needed to hit the shot because with four guys Pressure's versus on. five, I'm like, man, how many good shots are we going to get? Right. And I happened to do that. I did my part as far as, you know, I, I hit every shot that I was. And that's tough to do to go a hundred percent on the is. field. My other guys, they hit their shots when they were open, you know? So on the offensive end, you know our game plan was, was, there. was was to was to pull it fast because you know when when you got five guys on defense you don't close, have time to closeouts are quick. <laughs> well, you don't have time to look for a good shot, right? right? You know right. when it's five on five, you can keep working it and working it and working until you get a good shot. When it's four on five, it's like man, first good shot we have, you've got to take that, and that's what we did, and we hit those. On the defensive end, easiest thing to do, you know, two two zone, you know. And that's what don't we had give, to do. Don't give anything up at the rim. So yeah, you're gonna protect the rim, and you're gonna you're gonna let the non-shooters shoot. You have yeah. to you have to pick 
what you you know you have to pick where you where you lay off. And in our case, we 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 weren't guarding you know People the non shoot. shooters. And yeah. you know for us, you know we baited them into shooting and they missed. And you know we took advantage of that. You know it was a close game all the way through, but but we pulled out. Um, in this case, man, it's chaos versus the Nets. You know, and chaos. <laughs> and I've I've been on the other side of it though. Now I've never lost five on four, like with my team having five and the other team having four. Right. But I've definitely played, you know, where we have five because the other team yeah, only we, had four and the fifth guy was we running won late those. We won a couple of those like that. Well, no, Josh, I'm talking about the other side. Ah, uh, okay. Got I'm you. talking about when we have five guys and they have four, you know, and, and they're late. And here's here's what happens. You know, you let off the gas, don't you? Well, it's not so much let off the gas. Yeah. When you have five guys and they have four, you seem to have this idea that you can get an easy, uncontested layup on every possession. And obviously, that's just not the case. See, if you're the team with four guys, what are you going to protect? The rim. The, the rim. Yeah. Obviously, that, that's the one thing you don't want to have is easy, uncontested layups, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to let you shoot. Or are they going to let you shoot threes and, you know, different shots? They're going to bait you into stuff, yeah. And then you, with five guys, you might catch the ball open, you know, on the three-point line. But in your mind, you're like, well, I don't need to take this because I know we can get a layup. Right. So you stop taking the shots that you normally take. You, 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 you're giving up good shots because you think you can look for this great shot. And the great shot never comes because obviously the guys that only have four – that's what they're protecting, you know. And a lot of times, the team with four, you know, it, it, it ends up, you know, winning that four, five, six minutes where they're playing right. without their fifth. Man, in this case, it looked like they won the entire game. Um, so I'm not going to go too much on the Texas Nets because, you know, it is what it is that they they lost to four guys. But of the four guys, we're talking about Jamel Bradley, one of the Bradley brothers, Drew Bell, Donnell Rucker, and Damian Arnold, all in double digits. Yeah, they probably because they had to. They had to. Um, Donnell Rucker being the high point man, man, thirty-two points, nine rebounds. Jamel Bradley, twenty-four points, sixteen rebounds. Big game. Yeah, Drew Bell, eighteen points, six rebounds, and Damian, ten points. You know, three rebounds. You know, a steal, some assists there. So, uh, you know, chaos came to hoop. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. What an impressive win. That puts chaos at 3-1. and one, You know, um, unfortunately for the Nets, they have yet to find a win. 0-4. You know, but it, it is what it is. Very impressive win by Control Chaos. Obviously, if they can win with four, they can definitely get you with five. So, like I said, <laughs> you can never count That's chaos right. out. Um, Momentum. This is a big confidence boost for them, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, see what they do tomorrow night. And now, you know, now that we've kind of broken down yeah. the results of last week's games, I kind of want to go over something in our next segment, Josh. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Kind of like fantasy. You know, they say boom or bust, but, you know, who's who's booming? Who's busting? And who's definitely busting, you know, yeah. with expectations. So more on that when we come back. Stay we'll, tuned. We'll see you in a second. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome yes, back. Thank you for tuning in again. Um, yeah, I know we just kind of named off, you know, the results of the week four games. 
Um, but let's take a little deeper look at some of these teams here, though. Yes. Um, you know, 10 teams in a league, obviously all with some expectations, you know. But let's go down the list and see who's meeting expectations, um, exceeding expectations. Or? And then who's just, just a bust. Okay. Right now, man, let's just just a bust. Let's, so let's, going, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and we can start from the top. I mean, yeah. let's just take turns here. There's ten teams, so we all get to get to choose. But uh, Mr. Dan Gilbert and his Ether team—they are number one at four and zero. Josh, are they easy one? Are they meeting expectations, exceeding expectations, or are they a bust? They are exceeding expectations to me, um, and here's why I say that because. Yes, they're a favorite in every league. A lot of times, especially, especially excuse me, especially these past you know five six seasons, Dan's always recruited well and brought in typically the same guys. Um, so when I say exceeding expectations, a lot of times they didn't expect maybe to win <laughs> every game so far at this point. Uh, maybe yeah, m- maybe Dan likes Dan always tells me. He likes a little adversity before going into playoffs. Okay. Um, so right now, I, they haven't had any adversity. They've, they've been blowing teams out, um, with the exception of We Hustle. That may have been one of their closer games. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I'm going to go exceeding expectations. What, what do you think, Pat? Well, to be honest with you, man, I'm going to say meeting Okay. expectations. Okay, fair enough. Um, the reason I say meeting is because they came into this league as a you know a powerhouse team you know obviously in the top two or three right um and they're a team that I expect to be there with the, with the definite chance to contend get to the finals raise a banner and as of now they're right on track to do that they're four and oh um and as with any team that's going to raise raise a banner like that that should be about where you're at you know um I don't want to say exceeding because I guess, you know, 4-0, if you're exceeding expectations, I mean, we didn't we didn't see you going 4-0. Right. I'm looking at him like, well, no, I can definitely see y'all at 4-0. But I'm going to throw something at you real quick, Josh. We While we're talking about Ether, um, you know, and, and we talked about this before, man. You're like a little sound effect. So every time I bring up Ether on a podcast <laughs> – you just automatically say Dan Gilbert. That's right. Dan Gilbert. I I, I just want to get, you know, a little, you know, outlook as, as to why that is that you just feel the need to shout that man's name out every time we say Ether. Let me try it again real quick. Let me try it. Ether. What's up, Dan Gilbert? Oh, see how that works, yeah, man. Yeah, see how that works. It is. And, and why it, is that, man? Well, what happened? You said Ether a couple of times, and I really wanted to say Dan Gilbert yeah, again, no, but I'm controlling I myself. I can see it. Because um, we talk behind the scenes. And uh, I definitely got to control my Dan Gilbert isms. Yeah, um, is it but, a verb now? <laughs> it's a it's a thing you do. Dan Gilbert, it's a verb. And yeah. uh, <laughs> Dan, you know what? I bet he loves to hear I'm, that. Here's why, man. You you've been our number one listener from the get go, man. I give you a shout out there. Um, I loved you in Vegas when we went for the national tournament. So uh, it, it's a lot of love, Dan. And I'm just I'm I'm hyping you up. Yeah. To, uh, oh, I mean. To see what happens in the playoffs. I'm sure, I'm sure now, don't disappoint it. me in the playoffs, Dan. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's probably it's, – it's a little weird. It is weird. I guess that you say his name. Yeah. But is it more weird that you talk about him off air and offline? <laughs> is that even more weird that he's on your mind 
You know, um, when Dan, this podcast is not being recorded. Yeah, Dan, you didn't, you didn't need to hear that part. But that's right. Okay, Ether and, and shout and, out to Dan Gilbert. Absolutely, always a shout the out verb. to Dan Gilbert. Yeah, the verb. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, man, we got the number two Cobra Kai, three and one. Um, this is my turn. I'm gonna say, um, meeting expectations again. Okay, again, you know, another top team, three and one, as they should be. If you're a team that's gonna raise a banner. This is where you should be. Right. You know, um, and they're right there. They're number two. Uh, they're in the mix. Obviously, they still have a great chance of winning the whole thing. They're a great team. They've they've won just about all the games they could. They have a valid excuse as for the one they lost to We Hustle. Um, you know, Big Kai Johnson was out. I'm not saying We Hustle is not good or that they couldn't have won that game, but you know, when you look at injury reports or who was, you know, on the roster that night. You know, yeah, it could be a valid excuse as to why Cobra Kai lost that game. I mean, they could potentially be 4-0 had they been healthy for all four games. So um, I'll make it real quick with that. Cobra Kai, they are meeting expectations. But here's a fun one, Josh. Yes. Control Chaos, 3-1. and one. What's up? Control Chaos, for me, again, I'm going to go with exceeding expectations. Why is that? Because coming into the, coming into the first game, uh, I know team captain uh, Chase didn't really have uh, – well, he had a roster set. But after game – or after week two, after week three, roster changed significantly. He added pieces. Some guys dropped. A lot of guys couldn't play due to injuries. So he had to adjust. And, and he picked up guys from the open runs from lunch, a lot of these guys on his team. Uh, and then he picked up the veteran um, Darnell. So yeah. Rucker. And uh, just just by them simply winning four and five this past week, and then moving into the three and one record, uh, they're they're doing really well. Um, so again, that's exceeding expectations for me. What do you have? I mean, it may be rare that I that I agree with you, Josh, but one hundred and ten percent, man, they are exceeding expectations. Um, just like you said, man. Um, you know, they had a roster kind of fell apart right at the beginning of the season with some injuries. Um, but you know, Chase. Chase is out for the season, and he's still been a part, you know, of their he's team. He's coaching them up. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's made their roster. He's he's recruited guys, and they're sitting here three and one. You know, the 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 winning last week with only four guys kind of just put a statement on that. But yeah, definitely exceeding expectations. Um, now for me, they're always one of my dark horse favorites. Uh, I never ride them off. Yeah, you've always called them the Spurs of the oh, league. Oh, yeah, for 100%, man. Yeah, like, 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 I, I, think it's, I think it's Spurs two or three times where we had a playing game, and they were, like, on the outside looking in, and they always win the playing game. Like, they're always right there. It's always a scrappy game. When the pressure's um, on, they, they definitely uh, – and, and, and this is how good they are, man. They're definitely mm-hmm. exceeding expectations at 3-1. and one. Um, What do we have next another here? Another 3-1 and one team. I mean, and we, we kind of got, like, a four-way tie for 3-1, and one, but uh, we're going to talk about pain. What do you they have for pain? Yeah, what do you what do you what are your thoughts on that? Meeting expectations. This is another team, man. When I saw their roster versus the other rosters um, at the beginning of the season, and I kind of you know I kind of looked at it. I was like, man, they're kind of stacked. This is a team that's obviously built to win. So you know, I feel they should be four and zero, three and one. I mean, they're right where they they should be. They've had different groups of guys that have showed at a beach at each game, but they're they're definitely meeting expectations. Um, they're right there in the in the mix, and, and I look for them to go either four and zero or another three and one over the next four four games. So pretty self explanatory there. Pain. Um, 
this next one, man. I feel like you get all the fun ones. But uh, <laughs> you've got the youngins at three and one, Josh. Oh, come on now. What are the What are they? Double E, exceeding expectations. Okay. I'm um, with you. You know, no one knew these guys coming in. This is their first time playing in the league. Yep. Um, and putting a team last minute, like you mentioned earlier in our segment. Um, and now they're three and one. Now they're three and one. And they are um, – they're, they're playing well together. And there's no real – I don't see their heads come down when, when they get subbed in, subbed out. They have three coaches on staff with their clipboards. They got a coaching staff. Man. Yeah, it's so it's – I think fun. they're having – and the big thing is they're having fun. Yeah, 100%, man. I'm, I'm with you. Exceeding expectations, three and one. You know, um, chatter around the league, this is one of those, those, those teams where you look at them like maybe they'll win a game, right? And then when you play them, it's like that, that's your game to kind of go get your buckets, or right. go, go have fun, um, you know, that type of thing. Um, but no, they're they're three and one. They're serious. I mean, they win one more game, Josh. They're basically a lock into the playoffs. Um, and more about that later in a second. But yeah, um, we hustle. I mean, I'm, I'm trying sorry. to give I'm you sorry. the Madden curse. We're not giving you the Madden curse <laughs> here, guys. Young is three and one, man. Yeah. Definitely exceeding expectations. Definitely a team to watch. Yeah, you know, well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm curious we'll to be. see what happens tomorrow night. That's right. Absolutely. What do we got next? Who we um, got? We hustle. What do you what are your thoughts two on We Hustle there? They're two and two. Well, um I guess I got a couple answers for you. If we're talking about, you know, recently, I would say, you know, they're kind of busting right now. Um So our first bust. Well, and and it's only because we hyped them up wow. after two weeks. Yeah. Right? We hyped them up after two weeks. We said our is we hustle for real. We both agree that they were. And they begin they've been on a two game slide. You know, since then, um, their first one against the Youngins, who we just talked about, but that was a buzzer beater. You know, that was a game that we hustle could have easily won. They could be in the three and one conversation right now. So, um, you know, I don't. It's maybe it's not necessarily a bust, but they may not be living up um, to expectations um, as far as how how good they actually should be. Now, like I said, it's we're four weeks, we're halfway. You know they're two and two now. They could end up. They could end up six and two, you know five and three, and, and then they'll be right there. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So we, we yeah. hustle. They're they're on a little slide, so they're they're kind of busting right now. But um, you know, it is what it is. Two and two. Right. Next team up, all for JC. They're one and three. Josh, what do you got? One and three. Um, I'm going to say that they are. I know he's got to make some roster improvements, some subs with with Adrian being the team captain. There. Too late. It's week four. Yeah, it's week locked, four, man. Adrian. You, you get that's what you it. Get. That's it, Adrian. You know you have to mess with those substitutes. I'm going to say that they are a bust. Um, and and you know, Adrian, that's nothing against you as a team captain, brother. It's more of I think that the team just it, it needs it needs some more identity. Um, you need to get those subs right, like you mentioned. I mean, we talked last week about that, Adrian. But go, go ahead, Pat. What do you got? Uh, again, I agree with you 110. percent This is a this is a freaking bust. Got you. And and it's not so much the team. It's not so much the on court no, product. No, 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 no. It you know they it, need that identity, man. Adrian didn't help himself, man, with the chatter. Right. You know, and I love it. 
Don't get right. me wrong. I love it. I'm, I'm sitting there in the group chat. It's like, oh, this is going to be a fun season. Right. This is great. You know, he's placing bets on everybody. Sure. You know, he came out in the beginning, uh, you know, and I guess I'm, this is the media leaking information here, but, you know, he, he was like, with all due respect, fellas, we're taking it home this year. And I love the confidence. And I still think. They can, they can, you know, make some noise. They can here. turn around the second I mean, half of the season. I, they know, could turn around. They definitely could. But as of now, they're one and they're they're one and three. Yeah. And show me something tomorrow night, Adrian. What do it, we got? It's just been talk for as of now, man. It's been all talk. You know, obviously they've had some roster shortages. Man. Yeah. They've had five guys, or not everyone show up. And you know it happens, but hundred percent. But it is what it is. You're one and three. Um, you're on the outside looking in right now. You're supposed to be you know, the team to beat, you know, especially from their eyes. Um, and, and they're not. They're not they're even not. That, they're not even in that conversation right now. So unfortunately for all for J C man, they are they are a bust right now. Um next one up, man, Los Cachinos. I guess I'll take that one. Yeah, what do you got for Los Cachinos, man? Um at one and three, they're a bust as well. You know, when I look at their roster, when you look at the resumes of the Chris Molinas, um you know, the Tylers and, and, and Chris Molina's old new star teams and the teams that he's kind of been a, a, a core group of, you know, they may he may only have one championship, but, you know, those teams are usually always pretty solid. Yeah, you're in the mix in the playoffs. They're, they're, he's definitely in the yeah. mix. And at one and three, they're, they're, they're kind of busting a little bit, man. Um, they're not – obviously having five guys every week has been a Achilles heel to them. But regardless – you know they're not living up to what at least I think they, they should be. I mean they should at least be two and two. I think, correct um, with, with their talent and if they brought their entire squad. I mean they yeah. they be they may be another team that would be three and one right now um, with their entire squad present. Like I said, man, they're they're in every game. It's just the second half they fall apart because Whole different team, just a different team because different they're dynamic. fatigued. So yeah, yeah, Los Cachinos, man. Unfortunately for you guys, you guys are a bust as of now. Um, you know and. and it, it is fun to talk about this right now because it's literally halfway into the season. Yeah, it's the turnaround point this for is most people. Yeah, so. this is definitely a motivation to turn things around, guys. Yeah, if you're a bust right now, man, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong, please. Let's see it. And if and if you're meeting expectations or exceeding expectations, you know you may have a target on your back. Um. Now, I, I we we have the bottom teams. We have number nine and ten. Yes, yeah, so um, we got 4 We'll start with Hoop. There it is. Hoop, this there this it is. is the free agent team. Yeah. You know, remember that. What do you got, Josh? Uh, so, so, so with Sam Epps at the captain there, I know that um, he was kind of going in with a little bit better expectations, but uh, that that's a bust for me with Hoop. There it is. Um, I know that they're, they're having fun. Um, some guys have left the team, or one guy left the team to go to the Texas Nets. Yeah. Um, but with – you know, with with them, it's um, it's a bunch of guys that play open gym on Saturday, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Th- you know, and and he just kind of he's Sam kind of recruited everyone to play, and they're just trying to still figure it out. Um, and it may be yeah. it may be kind of late right now <laughs> to figure it out when you're on four, right? Yeah. So um, it's tough to turn it around. But what do you got? Well, I got two answers for you. Go ahead. On the one hand, this is a free agent team, right? Um, and it's not only San Antonio Ultimate Hoops League history, but it's it's nationwide. Yeah, Ultimate Hoops League history. Free agent teams 
unfortunately, typically just do not work out. Right. You know, it, it's it's guys that you know because anyone can sign up, right? Right. And I mean, sometimes it's a dude that's never played before. Right. And then it's four dudes that can play, but they just don't play well together. You know, it it, it has a possibility. It, it can be a real shit show. I'll be honest with you. And and when you're talking about it in that way, this team is exceeding expectations. Oh, okay. Simply because they're still here, and they're still competing, and they're and they're out there every week, and they actually show up. So from that standpoint alone, they are exceeding expectations. So you give them the double E. Got it. From a basketball standpoint, now we're gonna talk basketball. So that was logistics, right? That was that was you know well based on statistics, blah blah blah. Right, right. But you were talking about basketball. Um. Yeah, man, they're they're. Well, this is this is a, a stacked season, man. This, they've got ten teams. Um, I say they're right on par. I say you know we probably expected the the free agent team. So, to, so to, they're to, meeting expectations. You think to not win? Right. Yeah. Um, that many times. I mean, you can't really be zero four. But then. They expected you to be on four and then be a bust. I mean, I think you're you're still meeting expectations. The silver lining here, they're in every game, man. They they've got some guys. Most of them are rookies, with, with the exception of Sam Epps. But um, you know, they got some guys that can play. And yeah, they're in every game. They're surprising everyone. You know, they they play together. They play hard, and they don't they don't stop. You know, ever they don't really ever give up. And and it's a group of good guys too. It's not guys that are complaining and, and you know. Um, getting mad at each other, like it's 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 kind of it's refreshing to see, man. Like this is a good free agent team, so um, they're meeting expectations. And like I said, it is only halfway through the season, so there's yeah. definitely a chance for them to turn it around, um, win a game or two, and, and you know be in the mix for for a playoff spot there. Um, you know, and, yeah. And then for you know, so that that that's what it is for them. Um, last, last team up, last man. team in Texas Nets. The Texas Nets, they are zero and four. Um, bunch of rookies. Yeah. What do you got, Josh? So the past two weeks that I have walked over after our game has finished, after doing stats and walked over there, I've seen two things that kind of discouraged me here, Pat. And the things I've seen are, are two, two times on, on different weeks, occasions. What's that? Guys walking out the gym for their team. Uh, not even the game's over. We're talking first half. Yeah guys are walking out and they see that people see that um texas next players see that and the team that they're playing that week sees that and that's an instant instant morale decline um when when you guys when you got teammates walking off with with 10 minutes left in the first half whatever whatever the case may be either you're frustrated your your um things aren't going you maybe you're not getting touches there's a lot of factors um, that's just an instant moral deflator, and uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with a bust on that um, with, with this team. Um, what, what do you got, Pat? Yeah, um, no, you're, def- you're definitely right. Uh, and I've seen, yeah, I saw it with my two eyes, you know, those guys walking off. Go ahead. Uh, it, it's basically a, a rookie team here with, with nothing but rookies. Um, as much as I want it to work, you know, this, this is a team that's got, for one, they got jerseys. <laughs> You know, they got team jerseys, so it's, they're already prepared with that. They've got a couple of guys on there that can actually play, you know. Um, 
but unfortunately, you know, their their introduction to the league isn't necessarily a good one. You know, they're on a they're on a what seems to be a dysfunctional team so far. You don't know who's um, kind of going to show up. Roster yeah. inconsistencies, right? Um, you know, and and I, and I don't know if the roster inconsistencies are due to just scheduling. You know, maybe guys, uh, you know, man, they just couldn't make it that night because yeah. of work or whatever. Or is it because, you know, you didn't like who you played with last week and you don't want to show up anymore right. and you're kind of trying to avoid it? So, you know, just kind of like you said, I mean, that, that that's where we're at. And that's definitely a morale booster. Um, but in terms of booming, busting, exceeding expectations, man, um, as with any new team, I don't expect much from them. And it's no disrespect to them because they obviously got some guys that can play. It's just – you know, this league is built on teams that have some consistency and some Chem- history. Chemistry. You know, it's, yeah, it's rare that a new team comes in there and just surprises everybody. So being that they're a new team, being that they're a bunch of rookies, um, I'm not surprised to see them 0-4. You know, so I guess, you know, kind of like Hoop, there it is. They're just they're just meeting the expectations that, that we have of them. You know, in the original power rankings, they were ranked, you know, close to the bottom as were right. the free agents. So, um kind of a tough pill to swallow a little bit for the for, for both is. those teams but but like I said silver lining there um halfway into the season there's still four games left so anything can happen you can turn it around they obviously got some guys that can play so you know they can win a few games and they're right there in that mix um but yeah Josh that'll conclude that that um that little session there as far as you know exceeding expectations and and all that kind of stuff um, we got one more segment for y'all. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, we're just going to talk about the playoff format a little bit. Um, we'll be right back. All right, fellas. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Yes. So, um, wanted to talk a little bit about the playoff format. Um, you know, and myself, league coordinator, I did not actually make an official playoff format for this season yet. Um, However, in the little Team Gapton group chat, it did come up. And I think D (laughs) took it upon himself and kind of made it happen. What's that? Um, So, obviously, 10 teams this season, right? Um, You know, when we've had eight teams, we typically do everybody makes the playoffs, right? Right. You know, it makes it real easy, real said and done, one versus eight, two versus seven, you know, so on and so forth. Um, when we have six or seven teams, you know, we kind of do that. Uh, a play, like a play-in. Yeah, the play-in, like with the seven and six. Yeah. Um, and as far as a recreational league like this is concerned, there's multiple reasons to do a play-in game. Um, number one. Um, the quality of the games. Yes. So I've been a I've been a part of them, and not just Ultimate Hoops, but other leagues. You know, a lot of times there there's there's a big shift of power between those top teams and those bottom teams. And let's just say you got 10, 12 teams in a league, but maybe only the top eight make the playoffs. And you got those bottom teams that uh, you know, they kind of get blown out every game. Yeah. They, they have no real chance at winning any games. You know, you get to week five, week six, and they're five and zero. Oh, they're or I mean, they're um they're zero oh and five. They're zero oh and six. Why do they come back? You know, and, and a they lot of times back. they don't. Yeah, it, it becomes a forfeit. 
And that's not a good quality game. We don't want right? forfeits. You don't want them to forfeit. Especially in um, our league, yeah. And then on the other hand, sometimes you have like a super dominant team. You know, they're like, they're 5-0. and They're 6-0, and kind of at that, that, that mid-season mark. And, you know, they got a sizable lead, you know, in comparison to the teams below them in the standings. And uh, they're all a bunch of good players, right? Maybe a couple ex-pros, some college guys, whatever. You know, and they see this this team that's like, it's not very good. It's just got some regular dudes on a team. Well, they don't show up because they're just like, well, you know what? I can take the forfeit. Right. Like, you know, no big deal. Like, we just won't show up. This team ain't worth playing against. Um, You know, we'll, we'll take the loss and we'll still be number one. So then on the on that end, it's it's the, the better team that's just like, I don't even want to show up. Right. So either one of those, you know, is not a good look in terms of the league. Right. We don't we don't want forfeits in any such a way. So the purpose in this league of a playing game, you know, it, it keeps you motivated, um, you know, for some, you know, you can be number one or number two. If you, right. if you continue to be the number one or number two seed, you get rewarded with like a, a first round buy. Right. Automatically, you go to the second round. So. That alone usually motivates the teams to come out there every game. If you're right. if you're those top teams to try to see if you can if you can uh, get a buy. For the bottom teams, you know it, they they keep coming out because they they there's a chance for them to to continue to win, right? Yeah. So so I understand that, you so, know, and we right. we can talk a little bit and we can, we can talk some NBA too. Yeah. You know, because it's kind of funny. Um, I understand it. I get it. Uh. You know the NBA is doing a little playing games right for the playoffs, and and I see both sides of it. So obviously last year COVID happened, it shortened the season, and the leagues, um, you know, kind of remedy to that was like, well, let's have a playing tournament. Um, and it kind of seems like a good idea, and and it was a playing tournament because it's a shortened season, right? And also the NBA is debating you know, about possibly shortening the 82-game season that they currently have to, you know, 70-something and then kind of replacing it with that playing tournament. So, uh, you know, because the guy, the debate right now is that the 82 games is too long, you know, injuries aren't good for the game, too many key players are missing, you know, uh, players resting during the season. It's just, you know, we, we might as well make the games have a little more quality to them. Um, from that standpoint. And so that seems like a good idea as well, right? Um, you know, yeah. let, let's shorten the season, but let's have like this this playing tournament right. that for TV and entertainment purposes, you know, it's fun to watch. Oh, it's, it's definitely about money. Yeah. yeah. Well, because guys, 100%. you know, obviously we're going to watch and it right. is a money thing, but, you know, it's always fun to watch like a, a high intensity right. game, right? So we as fans can see that. And then, you know, and obviously the the, the big heads at the NBA can see that. But then you got the players' perspective. It's kind of like, man, what was the purpose of the regular season? Like, why did I try so hard to be number seven, to be number eight, you know, to make the playoffs, just to have this stupid-ass playing tournament where, like, you know, the number nine or the ten seed could possibly win and get in? Like, right. what was the purpose of me busting my ass all season just, just to be there? So, you know, there's both sides of it. Um, I think, Josh, I think this is something they're only trying to do um, while the seasons are shortened, yeah, you know, like obviously COVID last season, and then this season they're going to be not eighty-two games, right? 
So both of these seasons are going to have a playing game. Um, I, I, I think yeah, that using this will kind of as a, as a trial, right? right? Like we're using these two shortened seasons and the playing tournament to see, to kind of see how it goes. And maybe this is something we can look at in the future with having yeah. 75 games, 72 games a season and then a playing tournament, you know, that type of thing. So I get the logistics of why that works for the NBA. Um, but moving back for you know to our ultimate hoops league, we have ten teams this season. You know, uh, I think D was talking about um, top eight make it, but then like the eight, nine, and ten or something like or that. Or nine and ten have a playing game. Top eight play, but nine and ten do um, uh, do a okay. Yeah, I think you know. And now that I'm I'm looking at it, I'm trying to go back to that text. So one where, versus uh, eight, two versus seven, three versus six. Winner of nine okay. and ten plays eight. I actually don't think. Um, so I think I think D suggested a nine and ten have a playing game. I don't think that actually works. Um, I think eight, nine, and ten would have to have a playing game, which would then dictate who the eighth seed is. Got it. I think that's how that that would work. But then, how do eight, nine, and ten have a playing game? Um, you know, with uh, three be, with three teams. Right. Right. You would and, need four teams to do that. And we're also so, on a schedule, too. So we would have to do this probably all in one week. So we may have to uh, kind of rethink right. how that works. Um, it may have to be kind of like the NBA, like 7, 8, 9, and 10. Because um, our summer season. That, that, if you want to do it just like the NBA, ahead. that's exactly what we have to yeah. do. Um, it'd be 7, 8, 9, and 10 all playing in the play-in. So you'd have 7 versus 8. And whoever wins that is the automatic seventh seed, you know, and then you have, you know, the loser of that play the winner of the nine and 10 seeds, you know? Um, so that's probably how we'll have to do it. We'll have to model it kind of like the NBA. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to go over that real quick. Um, I know it's not set in stone yet, but that's probably what we're leaning towards. Um, and with that being said, you're, you're looking at three additional games there. So that may be something we have to do all in one night. Yes. Um, leading up to the playoffs. Yes, I agree. Um, but, yeah, that's what we're looking at, Josh. I mean, mm-hmm. this, it, it's we wrapped up a, a fantastic first half of, the se- of you know, the spring season. It's yeah. it, This is the return of Ultimate Hoops, and it is not disappointing so far, no, man. No, it's not. I mean, everyone seems to be so close and, you know, in, in the standings. And we still got four games left, and anything can happen. Right. So we're excited to see it. We will see y'all this week. This will wrap up our show. Just remember, everyone needs that jersey, or else they ain't playing. And I don't want to see anyone not be able to play. Hopefully everyone's got their jerseys. Yeah, please, tomorrow night, bring them. From what I've seen, most people do have them. It shouldn't be too much of a problem, you know, but I would hate for – you know, a team that only has five for that fourth guy to just accidentally forget their jersey. Because, unfortunately, we do have to, um, you know, be strict on that. So, um, like I said, that wraps it up. Man, good to have you all. Good to be here. I'm excited to see what happens in week five. Dan Gilbert, Dan Gilbert, just to say his name, it is a verb. <laughs> and we will see you all yes. this week. We are signing off. Peace. Thank you.